You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode number 1202. One of the things I, I probably would have done, he said he owned it free and clear. You have an idea. You can see what he bought it for. So mm-hmm. something like that, I'd be like, all right, well, see, it looks like you bought it for 90. What kind of profit are you looking to make? Oh, uh, yeah. That's a good one. That's, right? Another way is something I always like to ask them is, hey, what kind of research have you done on the value of your property? This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Making nice few thousands there but man i gotta be really more like uncomfortable doing that dude like i'm telling you guys and we'll we'll go over this we'll do some role playing and i want to i definitely want to hear you guys uh work on the the anchor the low anchor delivery but it really is about how you deliver it i mean you're never going to find someone's true bottom line unless you hit them with that low number to force them to say no Right. And then see where they can, how close they can get. Like, Danny, you know this. And then you talk yourself out of it every time. But I'm glad with this second, with this second place, you kind of learned a little bit about that. But the low anchor is super important, guys, because you have to go for no, but it has to be delivered in a way where you're not trying to be like offensive and that true low ball. It's like, hey, listen, I'm going to tell you my happy place. Okay. I'm not saying this is what it is, but this is my happy place, our low risk area. You're not going to hang up on me. Right. Okay. You promise. Okay. All right. Here it goes. Hey, you know, when finance manager and I spoke, we really would like it at this. And then you leave it alone. Don't say anything. And you let them respond with, no, absolutely not. I can't. No, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. And you go, no, no, I know. I know. I get it. I'm not surprised. How close can you get? That's how we're trying to find that true bottom line. If you anchor high, close to your maximum allowable offer, you only have so much room to negotiate, right? You want to broaden. You want to broaden that negotiation length essentially. So you can work with numbers that work for you and also find their true bottom line. I just wanted to ask you two things, actually. One is to place my spot for a role play today. Cool. Um, And also, do you guys have like certain percentages that you guys have for anchors? Like, for example, if say the like Zestimate is like 100 to 300, would it be this percentage? Or if it's under 100, this percentage? No. Or do you just have No. No, there's no mathematical equation to what an offensive number is going to be. You know what I mean? So if somebody yeah. somebody says that they need it at you know two hundred thousand, and my max available offer is you know one fifty, I'll probably say something like one hundred, one ten, mm-hmm. just to kind of close that gap, right, and try to bring them way down. Because if I say my max allowable is one fifty, and I say, oh well, I can only do one forty, you mm-hmm. know, now I only have that ten grand to work with, right? That's the purpose of the the super low anchor. But no, yeah, there's no mathematical reasoning behind it. I just kind of pick a number that's not completely stupid, but stupid enough for them to just say no and maybe stay on the phone. You know what I mean? Dude, man, that was awesome. tough. It was awesome. I tried to get that appointment. I know. You deflected well. It was your tone was awesome. It was it was a good call. It was a good call for sure. I would have liked a few other ways of trying to get the number out of the guy. Okay. Right. Uh, you kind of kind of went in the same direction as far as trying to get price. It'll almost never work for a driver, a guy who you know thinks he's savvy and all that. You kind of yeah. have to 
ask price. They say no. You move on to something else, and then you come back in a different way. I still liked the kind of tenacity as far as trying to get price at all, and you weren't you weren't being rude. Mm-hmm. You got you got to try. One of the things I, I probably would have done. He said he owned it free and clear. You have an idea. You can see what he bought it for. So mm-hmm. something like that, I'd be like, all right, well, see, it looks like you bought it for ninety. What kind of profit are you looking to make? Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's- Right. Another way is something I always like to ask them is, hey, what kind of research have you done on the value of your property? Yeah. Everybody's Googled their you know, their place, right? And you're, you're trying to get a number out of them, any number, any number. What is your magic number? I'm not going to tell you. Well, I mean, you've at least Googled your house. What does the value say? What does Zillow say? Oh, it says, you know, it says 265 or whatever. Okay. All right. So if somebody gave you 265 right now, would you sell? Right. Mm-hmm. You're getting some kind of commitment. Oh, yeah, I totally sell. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, so it needs rehab, though. We both know that. Mm-hmm. You know, what kind of rehab? And so you're just little ways of talking numbers without mm-hmm. him actually saying, I need this amount. Yeah. Or figuring out like what they owe and seeing how much you're trying to profit on that as well. Yeah, if they have a mortgage, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, think I, I think I was tougher on you on this call than I have on anyone else. Like, you did amazing. Appreciate that. Yeah, it was great. It was great. You always kind of came back. No, no, I totally understand. Yep. No, I didn't expect you to do that. Like, it was awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. I specifically liked, and I thought you weren't going to do this when you talked about the other offers that he's getting. Yeah. Yeah. So I smile on that one. Yeah. And you, you're trying to hone in on timeline. Hey, are you getting a certain number of offers? Do you have a time that you're going to take offers and then make a decision? Like, that's phenomenal. That's what everybody should do as far as when they're trying to get an exact timeline from a home owner. So that was spot on. Yeah. And I tried going for an appointment because uh, to your point a couple of weeks ago when we were on a role play, you had a conversation about you shooting to get the appointment other than trying to get price. Like price is the least important thing. For a long yeah. time, I was trying to get the price out of them. And if the price didn't fit where I thought it had to be, I wouldn't even bother going on the appointment. And over the last couple of weeks, we've totally shifted just based off what you said. Well, we're going on more appointments than, than, than ever. I mean, and even That's, if price is not, it's not where we want it to be, we're still going to go on that appointment. And man, dude, we already have like two deals locked up. Dude, um, I'm telling you. Just based off of that, we thought we weren't even going to get them. Like we were on appointment yesterday for some land. And believe it or not, we actually met the seller on the piece of land, which I've never done before. But yeah, they were super stuck on their price on the phones. They were, they were not budging. And then they finally budged off, off their price when we met in person. We gave them all the options that we can give them just build great rapport really. And then we're able to make a deal. So yeah, dude, I'm telling you when it comes to finding those pillars, price is at the bottom. If you have three solid pillars and a a price that's too high, I'm going on that appointment every single time. For sure. Right. Because you're just another Joe Schmo on the phone, but I meet you in person and we're connecting is like, okay, all right. All right. I'll be, I'll be real with you. We could really take it for this happens all the time. So yes, Mm -hmm. more appointments equals more deals. For sure. Yeah, dude, I love it. And then I liked you trying to get a commitment from him. And I wasn't going to give it to you, but like, hey, so, you know, when do you think? I don't know. Give me a call. Oh, when can I give you a call? Like, you want to pinpoint it. Uh, I also, I would have said, all right, listen, I'm going to call you on Friday. Now, this is what I think is going to happen. I'm going to call you. You're not going to answer because my number is going to pop up. You're not going to know who it is. Put my number (laughs) in your like that. Wow. That's really good. Right? Yeah. Let's say... Well, obviously a difficult seller, but she's really hung up on one price and that price is three ninety. I need the property at three forty. Yeah, I mean I guess we can go that route. Although 
she's yeah, just difficult seller, basically, you know. She's not very communicative. She's actually sometimes disrespectful. So Okay. All right. Let's do it. All right. Uh follow up, right? Obviously. So this is not just a um new call. Not a so. cold call. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Ryan. Yeah, yes. Hey, this is Danny. Uh, we spoke a couple of weeks ago about the property uh, near the beach. Okay, Danny, I, I don't, I don't have a lot of whole lot of time. What's what's going on? Yeah, really quick. I just wanted to follow up on our conversation. I know last time we talked, you were looking to uh, get things moving very quickly. You're going on a vacation, and that's something that we're actually, you know, hoping that we can do and help you with. However, we did run some numbers on the property and the price that you're looking for is something that is a little bit outside of our range. And since we're investors and I'm going to be very upfront with you since you were a straight shooter with me, we want some meat on the bones in order for us to kind of take on a big project like this. So are you flexible with your numbers or what, what are you with the process? I, Danny, I told you, I told you I wanted 390. If you're not going to offer that, I think this conversation is done. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. And I appreciate you being very forward with me. So let's just say that 390 is not possible. No one gives you that number or something like that. What would you end up doing with the property? Well, then I'll keep it or I'll list it. I, I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I want 390. If somebody's not going to give it to me, then uh, then I'll, I'll decide. Okay. Okay. So listing it is an option for you? Uh, I mean, if I, if I can't do a cash deal, then sure. Okay. I mean, I'm going to be forward with you. Like I brought in a lot of partners that I work with and we ran numbers many times and it just didn't add up to 390 because again, it's just going to be tight numbers. So what can you, what can you offer? I mean, I don't want to be insulting here. And I know like you've been good to me. Same thing with Alberto. And I mean, you guys have been great and I don't want to like sound that guy that, you know, lowballing or whatever, but I mean, our number is, is going to be a, way below that. I mean, I'm happy to share it with you. But again, I don't want to lose our relationship here. That's very important to me. Listen, I already got an offer for 370. I mean, if you can't, if you can't do something like that, then there is no relationship. Fair enough. Fair enough. And that 370, I mean, how do you feel about those folks? I mean, it's, it's fine. It's not my 390, but it is what it is. Okay. I mean, I just want to make sure that I, I let you know this. I've been doing this for a while and I've heard a lot of folks like backing out last minute from, you know, a, an agreement with somebody. So I just don't want you to go through that whole ride and then they catch you in the end, you know, before the closing table and then ask you for a reduction and stuff like that, which is, I always try to avoid because I want to be upfront with a seller. Right. And I don't want you to go through that whole hassle of, you know, being three weeks into the agreement you're coming to closing table and then you don't close at 370. So I just want to make okay. sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so you can't do 370. You can't do anything above that. It, it's going to have to be below 370. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. Well then I, I guess we're, I guess we're done here. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just really quick. One, one last option. I mean, we do have multiple exit strategies. Um, one of them is the cash offer, which sometimes it doesn't work for everybody. We also have a couple other options, which is one is seller financing. And I'm not sure if that's something that, you know, up your alley or if you're looking for something like that. The other one is uh, we help families kind of, you know, uh, find new homes for themselves. And that would be another option where we probably can get you actually 390, maybe a little bit more, but that's not guaranteed. So are you open to exploring other options? No, I, I just I just want a cash deal. I want to be done and, and just move on. Okay. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. When are you looking to pull the trigger on the 370 offer? Oh, I don't know. Probably here pretty soon. Okay. Is it fair to follow up with you maybe in like a couple of weeks and see if things... Yeah, sure. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Thank you. Okay, bye. Dude, someone's stuck on 390 and it doesn't make sense. You're not changing anyone's mind. I like the fact like, all right, I got a, I got an offer for 370. Oh, hey, that's great. You know, how do you feel about that? You know, yeah, okay, I feel good. I, you know, I've been doing this a long time and this is what I see. Like, it's great because at the end of the day, if somebody's not going to budge on their number, really, or they're not going to come down to what you need, uh, you, you, you kind of have to put doubt, right? Because chances are 370 is probably too high, maybe, unless it's an end buyer. And they're just going to fall at escrow, and you want to be there to kind of pick up the pieces. Listen, this, I, you know, this is what can happen. I really like to follow up with you and make sure you know we're we have the same page and just be a, a solid backup offer for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I know this happened with me for a different sell with a different seller, like at a lower price point, and then I fell out of contract like a week in because I was like, sorry, it's just too high. She was refusing to reduce the price. And then she jumped into a contract with somebody else and she was doing the reduction for them because they went like three weeks in with her. And I'm like, why did you yeah. that happen? So what I'm going to start doing, there's a guy, a, a TTP student that came into the office last week and uh, he calls it retraining when you have to renegotiate price in escrow. And so basically he has three to four contacts with the homeowner uh, in regards to possibly having to reduce the price. So that first call is, hey, you know, uh, you know, after looking at the pictures and talking to contractors, there's a little bit more work that that needs to be done that we, we just didn't realize. Uh, I'm still going to shoot for, for this price. I'm still going to work hard for you to try to get this. I just wanted to let you know. Cool. Call number one, right? The next call is like, hey, you know, this is what's going on. You know, there's this, this, and this. I don't know. Um, I'm still trying to work hard for you to try to make this happen. I just kind of want to just make sure that we're both kind of prepared for for what might need to take place. Do you have any questions for me about that? Okay. Several really, you still really haven't negotiated price. And you, you just you set you set it up. And then that third one, fourth one, depending on what it is, the blow is softened. Do you know what I mean? Instead of that first call going, hey, we're gonna have to cancel. Or, hey, I'm really going to have to get this at a lower price. That shock value makes people want to go, nope, and move on. And so this is what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start doing that retraining uh, when we lock places up and maybe even kind of get ahead of it at the very beginning. You know, depending on if there's like there is a lot going on, but like, hey, you know, I, we didn't really know about this or this. Uh, just want to let you know I'm still going to work hard to get this price. Uh, yeah, talk to you later. Like just to kind of set it up. Two years ago, when we were, you know, like just rolling, the market was hot, market was hot. I go in and go, hey, we're really going to need to cancel. Sorry. And people will go, well, why? And then you can get into it. Well, there's this, this, and this. You know, would you be open to being a little more flexible with the price now? Yes. It happened all the time. But after this fall, people are so hard set on going, oh, you have to cancel? No, no, no. I'm good. I'll move on. I've been getting that a lot. So this retraining that I'm going to start, I feel like is going to, kind of change the dynamic and soften the blow when we do actually have to renegotiate price if it comes to that. 
And I love that. That's actually pretty good. But are you guys like, are you trying to find buyers during that whole, you know? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. So, I mean, it, it doesn't change how I lock up a deal. It doesn't change any of that. But if it's like, I'm talking to Berg, he's like, ah, yeah, we're not really getting any hits or this or that. Then it's like, okay, well, let me make this call. Hey, you know, we didn't really know what was going on. Like there's probably a little more work and rehab that was, uh, uh, initially needed or what we could recognize. Um, and then we, I have those conversations. I've already done it once. We have a, a house I locked up uh, Tuesday. No, what day is today? Monday. And the same thing. It was a little too high. Uh, it's probably probably about 20K off of where we really wanted to be. And, and he said, hey, if I get this right now, uh, I'll sign. I have a realtor and another a local guy who wants to buy it. I'm like, all right, listen, I'm going to do my best for you. And then he sent me pictures. And as soon as I got the pictures, I go, hey, and had that conversation. I'm still going to work hard to get this number that we agreed to. I just want to just let you know what page I'm on. And that's it. That's a conversation I have with him today. So if we do, if we do have to negotiate price again, I already set it up. It wasn't like, hey, we need to change the price. It was more like, hey, we did talk about this. This is what's going on. And it's already set in their head. So, I mean, when I talked to the guy in the office about this, I was like, geez, the psychology, like it totally makes sense behind it. So yeah, that's what I'm going to start doing now for this person, you know, so she's, I mean, you're 30, you're 30,000, but she's 30,000 above what you need to be with this other investor. And you kind of have to go with your comfortability level as far as, you know, how you want to play and work with her. She may not be a great candidate. For something like that, I mean, she seems very, she would be very dodgy. She's already disrespectful. Like, who knows? Who knows what's going on with that? So you just, you have to play that by even on how you want to, how you want to go with that, knowing that you'll probably need to renegotiate. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.